Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. Good news, everybody. Dory's Dory's gallbladder feels better. Hmm. My gallbladder never felt bad. Oh, that was me. Yeah. Uh, Feeling better, obviously. I know you can tell by the tone of my delightful voice that uh, I'm not doubled over in pain today, so far. And uh, we've been relatively attack-free since about Wednesday. Hi. I'm Matt. I eat bland food with not a lot of fat in it now. I'm giving him a look. Of a love. Look, a look that says, why don't you go to the fucking doctor and wow. get an ultrasound? I went to the doctor last week. You didn't get an ultrasound? Well, the doctor's not going to give me an ultrasound. It's going to be some sort of imaging technician. Okay, why don't you an go expert in their field. to an imaging technician? Well, I was very Let me busy. guess, you've lost the... Will to live? No, you've lost the uh, order that the doctor. <laughs> I know where that you. is. That's in the chair on the set of the Goldberg. So probably it's in a props trailer right now. Hi. You're so annoying. I'm Matt. Mar- <laughs> At least I have an idea of where it is. Uh huh. A lot of things I don't. Did you ever find your keys? Yes. Where were they? A coat. Mm. Headphones, not yet. Wallet? Still holding out hope. Yes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I lose a lot of things, everybody. Yep. Henry's taking a nap. Uh, protesting a nap, I would say, yeah, actually. He's protesting a nap. Um, so, if you hear uh, some sort of a distant uh, Whale. pterodactyl scream, <laughs> that's our son. He's not being tortured. We're ha- we have the monitor standing by, monitoring. His grandparents are also out there. So, fuck it. <laughs> <sighs> 
Big Other days. than that, though, he's great. Big days here at the house, you know? Yeah. I worked a lot last week. You did. I let you sleep till 10 this morning. Well, I did get up at 6, 10. Yeah, but you came out to and the And then I room. came out and went to sleep again. Mm-hmm. And then you came and back to the bedroom. I went back, to the, back to the bed with Henry and then slept <laughs> after you took Henry. Yep. I had some quality time with him. Yeah. He does not like to be under a cover with an adult uh, human. Well, He's scared of it. He should be scared of it. Why the- I'm his dad. What if we're in a tent? Why were you doing that? Poor guy. Well, he got used to it and they started laughing. What? You know how you like going under... Yeah, that's scary uh, for a little baby. Uh, he's, a little, uh, he's a little baby. Uh, he's a little baby. He loved it. He no, was, you just said he scared him. He didn't like it, and then he had his giraffe with him, and he was cool. Which giraffe? The stuffed the the lovey giraffe or the Sophie giraffe? Sophie. Mm. Okay. I think the plastic giraffe. I don't know. Are they both plastic? No, one of them is like a stuffed animal, lovey kind of thing. No, not the yeah, not that one. Mm. The rubber giraffe. Yeah, he has a rubber giraffe. Then he has uh, a smaller rubber giraffe. That, hey, you were in the. You were right there. That our nanny Holly calls um, fake Sophie. Interesting. Interesting. Fake Sophie. Um, Imposter Sophie. Yeah. Even though she's from the same Sophie company. Well, the only just one Sophie's good enough. Little Sophie. So we have, uh, yeah, so we did that. We had some good times. He was enjoying himself. It's quite a wiggly baby at this point. He is so wiggly. He's really rambunctious. Uh, this is what I've noticed after not having spent time with him for a week. Yeah, he's be- in the last few days, I think he's become especially rambunctious. He's really like, uh, he's like a, a, a relay racing Olympian like well, on, the, on, the, on the starting pads. I took him to music class Blocks. on Saturday and one of the dads in class, because uh, we missed last week, so he hadn't seen him for a couple weeks and he was like, whoa, last time I saw him, he was army crawling with like basically just one arm and now he's really using both arms and I hadn't even like really processed that. Uh-huh. And then once he said that, I started like really l- noticing it and he's so fast Yes. With he, the army crawl. He's like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah, he needs to get, he's trying to get exits. That's what he's trying to do. He's looking for exits. Yeah, at always. ride today, he just kept going up to the gate and he was going up to the door. As far away from us as you could be. <laughs> he was like, I'm out. Bye, babies. Peace out, <laughs> suckers. Enjoy jail. Uh, while you were asleep this morning, I was letting him just like crawl all over. And he crawled into the kitchen and he pulled down the container of Bo's treats that was on the low shelf. Mm-hmm. Of course, the top wasn't on securely, so they spilled everywhere. Yeah. And then he pulled out the immersion blender. Well, I think, again, we're learning. You know, we're new parents mm-hmm. here. Yep. So. Then he crawled into. a newly mobile baby. He crawled into your bathroom and he went right for the uh unstable shelf that is on the wall by the window that has the iron in it. Sure. And he was like pulling it down. Yeah. And, I was yeah, like, yeah. and then he also pulled off the sticker that was on your scale and was eating it. Well you gotta you gotta really um close I mean the hallway doors. That's what I do when I am when I'm uh, well then I close then I close him. the door. Yeah. But I was like let me just I just I was just kinda curious to see like where he would go. Yeah. And he went to the bathroom. Yeah. And he went to the kitchen, and then he was like in the middle of the kitchen floor, and he's sort of like, wait, why am I here? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, good He's probably looking for Bo, honestly. Oh. Bo's at daycare. Yeah. Well, Matt's parents are here. We just figured it would parents be Parents are here. Easier. We didn't want to like have to leave, you know, have to really give about 18 pounds of cheese just to be normal so yeah and then even then it's like touch and go yeah but they uh you know my parents were kind enough to get get uh get on board with uh watching him last night it's a very easy gig if anyone wants to be our nighttime babysitter <laughs> he, he literally passes out at six we're here for bedtime we put him to sleep your job is essentially to stay in the house make sure nothing burns down yep um yeah, so we tried to have a night out as two adult humans with a baby, and uh, I think he's asleep. Turns out, 
uh, don't go to the Century City Westfield Mall on Saturday night. It was bananas. There we, we, were, couldn't, we, we couldn't, couldn't park. get a parking space. We could not get, I, I, you know, we probably could have put a little more effort into it and gotten a parking space, but. If uh, you had been willing to hover, we could have gotten a parking yeah, space. Yeah, I'm not a hover. I like to keep hover. it moving for everybody behind me. Yeah. So, we left. We sure did. It was, we tried two different parking lots, too. Two parking structures, yeah. Um, and I then got tricked by one parking structure that was like 64 spots, 64 spots. And then like, oh, this one has 128 spots. And then we got in and saw it split to level one and level two. And I was like, damn it, they tricked me. <laughs> and then like most of the spots were for the, like roped off for the car wash. Yeah, or the valet. Or the so valet. like there were like no spots. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was terrible. What was going on? If you know. Tell us. Call us at 413-461-BABY. Are you Century City himself? <laughs> Are you Westfield? Are you Mr. Westfield? <laughs> Are you Dave Westfield? <laughs> um, so then Matt was like, I want Italian food. Well, no. That's not how it goes, honey. You're a vegetarian now. Yeah. And one sort of uh, cuisine that usually has decent vegetarian options that I also don't mind eating is Italian. You know, because of pastas with butter. Thank God you're not a vegan. True. Um, yeah, so we wound up at a weird italian restaurant with the worst people in the world next to us yeah nice booth great great people at the restaurant as far as the service is concerned food was food was fine. exactly what we expected yeah. for a restaurant italian restaurant that's been there for 30 years yeah it was a 30 year old italian menu yeah sometimes you want that though i kind of wanted it i you know i i'd go back tonight but get spaghetti oh sure you know yeah Maybe I can talk cool into some spaghetti tonight. We're going to do pars anyway. Is this our is this our new spot? <laughs> no, it's my new spot. I'm going to take everyone there. Oh, okay. I did say to Dory that we should go there every time our parents come into town. We should the first night go there. And I said, okay, as like a weird traditional escapee thing. Um, so the people sitting next to us, oh god, were rich boomers. It was a lot of okay boomer. <laughs> it was a real okay My boomer goodness. situation. Um, Wide ranging topics. Including Israel. Israel. Uh, Trump. Iran. Buttigieg. Uh, Obama. Socialism. Socialism. Fas- no, fascism. Fascism. Not socialism. Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> Private pilots. Private pilots. Yeah. It was a group of people that I could not quite make up, but we just had no idea what their relationship to each other was. And then we figured it out. Because there were five people. One woman was talking, like, endlessly, but saying things that anyone who knew this person would know. Right. So we were like, Like about the ex-husband. So they don't really know each other. They don't really get each other. So. And then there was one, the the fifth person was, like, clearly much younger than everyone else. Yeah. Early 20s-ish. Um, so like, I was like, one of the guys looked like uh, an actor, looked like Jonathan Banks from Breaking Bad, but not Jonathan Banks. <laughs> and then the other guy looked like Papa John Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas, <laughs> had he still been alive. Uh, I really couldn't figure it out. And then slowly as the night went on, and just so you're aware, we were in like this, it's like, it's like this, like corner corner train car sort of part of the restaurant it's over by the beverly center across from cedars essentially um great booth but like it was dory and i at this corner thing and then these five people and uh man so we broke it down here we go we, we it all started coming together when one of the guys got a phone call and left the table. Uh, yes, and then came even more coalesced when he put a knife through the dessert, <laughs> yeah. and someone had said that he was the surgeon in the group. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a husband and wife, second wife for this guy, 
And his friend, who seemed to also be a doctor, whose secretary was leaving him after 30 years, she was retiring. And his, this doctor's girlfriend, who has an ex-husband, who she talked about she literally every 14 seconds. Literally everything she brought up, she somehow worked in an ex-husband. Yeah. Uh, and then the and surgeon's then daughter. Surgeon's daughter who was heading to her cousin's house, which was his nephew. Phone call comes. That guy shows it the phone to his wife. It's her son. It's her son. <laughs> which we found out was her, the, the girl's stepbrother, as she said, because he got up and went outside, took the phone call. Then the wife got up and went outside to stand with him. Then the no, the horrible woman was asking the girl about it. And uh, she was like, oh, it's my stepbrother. Put it all together. And then at one point, the girl showed her boyfriend, a photo of her boyfriend, who is a, pri- a pilot. Pri- <laughs> a pilot out of Van Nuys. Everybody at the table goes, oh, private? <laughs> She goes, yeah, and uh, annoying lady goes, does she do jet suite? I want to try jet suite. Uh, and she goes, no. Well, he does pick up some flights for them, but and then he le- she leaves to go to the bathroom. Then the father shows him and talks about how short the guy is. <laughs> <laughs> He's five seven. In case anyone's wondering, um, and they all are talking about him. Then she comes back, and it was uh, terrible. And then uh, the guy really lost it when the the annoying lady said she voted for Trump. And then explained that she also voted for Romney. (laughs) And uh, he had voted for McCain and Palin. But then I think he voted for Obama. He was like then more, and then he discussed how Obama was the best financial, like the best uh, president fiscally as far as like going end to end on it economy boom wise you know obviously look he inherited a recession whatever got out of the recession <laughs> and, he, and he was like uh obama and roosevelt and then the w- annoying woman was saying that oh roosevelt <laughs> <laughs> like she didn't like roosevelt dory here's her part where i that i didn't that she said that he was only looked at as popular now because he's he was in a wheelchair which totally tracks with something she would say she also then said how Sweden is so great, you know, in reference to all the Middle Eastern uh, conflict between, you know, Iran, Iraq, Israel, etc. Um, she's like, they should be like Sweden. They're a little country and they manage to stay out of everything and have a very happy uh, population. Follow up later in the day, <laughs> later in this conversation. She says uh something about for people who live here foreign people who live here are never going to vote for warren and sanders because they left to escape fascism the the people left to escape fascism. yes so they don't want to vote for another fascist because they can see it um <laughs> she seemed to lack a fundamental grasp of socialism versus fascism uh, of, then she was getting very angry about Elizabeth Warren's net worth, saying that Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris were worth more than Joe Biden. And I was very confused by that sentiment. Which Elizabeth Warren is. She's worth $12 million. But yeah. Kamala Harris is not. I bet that table had a bigger net worth. A hundred percent. And uh, Her ex-husband probably had oh, a bigger net sure. worth. Oh, for sure. She'd tell us all about it. Um. But then I figured it out, guys. Like, th- so there are some wealthy individuals out there who cannot fathom that another wealthy individual would want to use some of their wealth for the greater good. The surgeon was talking about Buttigieg and then was talking about how like the $1,000 a month thing that Chen did yeah, the universal basic income. A thousand, and he was talking about how great of a boom that was. That would be for the economy. Um, and uh, you know, he seemed to be pretty reasonable. He was, he's, he, his essentially his political stance right now is anyone but Trump. 
Um, and then uh, let's follow that up with uh, he also keep he kept a journal. Did you get to that part? No, I missed that. He kept a journal of every day the crazy, horrible things Trump was doing. Wow. Um, okay. And uh, then. I was like, oh, okay, this surgeon seems to be a normal, reasonable human being. And then eventually his, he said, I just don't know if I'm ready for gay sex in the White House. Did he say, I'm not ready? Or did he say, like, the country no. isn't ready? he said, I'm. Oh. Which I thought was very strange coming from a doctor who had a Greta Van Fleet t-shirt on. <laughs> He's like 60 years old. It was amazing. <sighs> and strange. it took everything in my powers not to say something to all of them. But I didn't. No, you I didn't. I just observed. Yeah. Oh, did I observe? This woman ratted out her friend's kid for uh, voting for uh, Obama. Obama. <laughs> she was like, he's uh, he's like against the establishment. And I'm like, your father was a surgeon. What? You are the establishment. When does the establishment ever work against you? I'm like, And again, that's the fundamental problem there yeah. where they are. She has no, no concept of the greater good. And no selflessness nope. in, a, in, in, in her thinking. Nope. So she doesn't understand how anyone else could be. Yeah. I mean, that must be it, right? Yeah. That is it. Gosh, she's from Palos Verdes. There's only one synagogue. Yeah. She went there. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> We're doomed, everybody, because these, they're, these, this is how, you know, this is how people probably talk behind closed doors. We never get to hear it. Yep. And uh, sadly, the boomers are living longer and longer. I love my parents, your parents. But that's a lot more elections for them to live through. So everybody gather and vote. Yep, please. <laughs> please vote. Greater good, greater good. Yeah. Why not? Um, all right, we're going to take a short break. Finally. I go on and on about this horrible table. <laughs> Anyway, the pasta was pretty good. The dessert, I liked the dessert more than much more than Dory did. Yeah, I, she's like she got a banacotta, and I was like, "This tastes delicious. It tastes like a soft cheesecake." You know what? I didn't like the I didn't like the consistency of the panacotta. I thought it was too rubbery, uh-huh. and the the swirly '90s decorations around it. The sauce was like from a from a can. No, it was just so sweet. It was so sweet. So I did I not like un- it. I actually did not mind your tiramisu, which you did not like. As much as the your thing. Yeah. So swap desserts. We had a good time. Follow up to that. We'll be back many times. Yeah. Seemed to really fill this hole in our lives that we didn't know existed. Exactly. It's this weird little Italian restaurant. Anyway, we'll be back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. 
Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey guys, we're back. Break was not too painful, I hope. In the meantime, Henry ate at a tiny table with a suction cup bowl. Plate. Whatever. Sectioned off a uh, plate. Played a little bit of guitar and uh, went to sleep. Henry played a little bit of guitar just to clarify. Uh, I thought that was pretty clear. Well, he's a I guitar know. playing baby. He was a guitar playing baby. He had, um, I made him a scrambled egg. Yes, that's true. Um, some toast with peanut butter, little toast sticks with peanut butter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he had a puree of red lentil, carrot, and coconut milk, and a puree of pea and mango. Oh, man. All those The purees were made by Chef Holly. Yep. Our, um, not Chef. Our nanny. She's not a chef. No. Well, she's a chef when it comes to Henry. Apparently. Um, those are from they the- They were gross. <laughs> Smelling the Americans to test, me as an adult, the Americans Test Kitchen Baby and Toddler Cookbook, which is an awesome cookbook. If you're a baby or a toddler, pick it up, or someone and who, put it. You put your mouth on it, <laughs> and then rip a page because you're a baby. <laughs> it has like it has like really simple purees, and it has more complex purees. Then it has is not brought to you by them. Finger food. Then it has food that like the whole family can eat together hashtag not an ad it has um recipes for like the first birthday cake stuff like that so if you're looking for a way to get your baby to have a palate that is unreasonably good then america's test kitchen he is he has so far eaten everything we've put in front of him we've put in except for broccoli he mm. doesn't like broccoli. I'd like to try broccoli again. He's a baby. He ate, he eats like other green vegetables, so I feel like he would eat broccoli again. We got to try it. Look, guys, enough about potatoes and broccoli. No one said anything about potatoes, what? but there we go. What's happening out there in the world of our loyal oh, eggheads? So much. Are all. Either on this journey, completed the journey, starting the journey, don't even want to take the journey. Does the journey ever really end? Yes, it does. When you uh, say uh, good night and ride off into the sunset. Hmm. When you die is what I'm saying. Got it. Yeah. All right. Um, so last week we heard from someone who was uh, going to have surgery to fix her uterine septum uh-huh. and wanted some advice. And we got some advice. So here we go. Yes. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Beau. This is Catherine. I have uh, called and written in a couple of times. I am uh, what I would like to consider a uh, septate uterus expert. And I just wanted to call in with some advice 
for the listener who is nervous about her upcoming procedure to have that fixed. Um, I think it's totally understandable to be nervous and apprehensive, especially if you haven't had a lot of experience with surgery in the past and anesthesia and all that. Um, as Dory said, it is a pretty easy recovery if you work, um, if you have a desk job. You could return the next day, um, but milk it for all it's worth and take the next day off by all means. And definitely just take it easy and treat yourself well. You should expect some bleeding, but probably nothing more than a heavy period. So nothing to really worry about there. The, the recovery should be pretty smooth. Now, some people do get a balloon catheter inserted to ensure that everything is nice and smooth and heals properly, but I think modern practice does not, um, uh, modern practice typically they don't insert the balloon catheter. So that might be something to ask about if you're getting a catheter or not. I understand that can be more painful. Um, and then my biggest piece of advice is to have follow-up imaging after you're all healed. My go-to recommendation is a 3D saline sonogram. That's going to give them the best possible view of everything that's going on inside. And then you can measure um, how much remains of your septum because likely they will not cut all of it out because they risk puncturing through your uterus, which would be horrific. Um, so you just want to make sure that they got out as much as they possibly can. I think the general rule of thumb is 10 milliliters or less should be left out. I don't even know if that's the right unit of measure. Um, but I do believe the number is 10 or less. So that's what you really want to be looking for. Um, so that's all my advice. I'm getting close to three minutes. Um, good luck. It will be okay. And um, get some delicious food to eat afterwards because you deserve it. All right. Take care. Well, there you go. I was on board for all of her advice until she couldn't figure out what the meat measurement was. What if it's 10 miles? We don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what it is either, by the way. Milliliters is uh, liquid, volume. Liquid yeah, liquid volume. volume. So that seems... Could be millimeters. Unlikely, but... Which drives the liters. Yeah. Could be 10 um, Kelvins, which is heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But... Excellent e-voice. E, e, e e-voice. Also, you know, I, I feel like I don't give the milk it for all it's worth advice enough. You, know? you do not. That's true. So she's made me reconsider. Um, yeah, I mean, I find myself resenting people who take time off work. What is that knocking? Is it the dishwasher? Dory has gone to investigate knocking. So if it's an intruder, I'm glad she went. Hmm. Yes. Well, it shouldn't sound like that. Nope. Stop it? It's probably like a knife or a fork or something getting caught on the... Whatever. Who cares? I'll fix that next weekend. All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, switching gears. Yeah. We have an email here from Ashley. Says, hello, Matt and Dory. I have a question about holidays and having family far away. Six-hour drive. At least they're drivable. I'm kidding, Ashley. We are all alone for Thanksgiving. Just me, my husband, and our 14-month-old daughter. Okay. I'm desperately missing family and really hoped one of our mothers would be willing to make the trip so that we would not be alone again on Thanksgiving. I've asked both sides directly. His mom doesn't want to make the drive and mine says she can't get away from work to travel down to see us. How do others navigate the holidays without family around? I'm sad. I'm so sad about cooking an entire Thanksgiving meal for just us and our toddler. We've also tried to invite a few friends to join us, but everyone in our area is close enough to family to be able to travel for the day to see them. I would love to hear how your family and others make this a joyous occasion because I would like to stop feeling so depressed about it. Two adults, one toddler, two cats, and one dorky, dashing dorky, yorky mix. mix living in 1,600 square feet in Indiana. Well, you know. Um, okay, let's figure this out. We have done... Thanksgiving alone. We've done Thanksgiving 
with us traveling, um, Dory's side of the family cycles out every other year. Is it one of their homes? So it's up to everybody to make the trip. Years where Dory and I haven't gone anywhere, which is every other year, we have... Uh, well, last year we went, we last minute decided to go to Austin and have oh, yeah, Thanksgiving with my sister. That. I remember that, mm-hmm. but also forgot about it. Uh, year before that, I feel like we picked up prepared Thanksgiving dinner. It didn't. And Danielle didn't came. Didn't Danielle come over? I believe. Yeah. Our friend Danielle came over. Uh, year before, you know, there was another year where Dory and I just. We went to Vegas. Went to Vegas by ourselves and had a buffet meal. With another couple. With another couple. You know. Ashley, you might want to like even think about looking into restaurants near, you know, I know it's Indiana and it might be a trek to a restaurant that is open for Thanksgiving, but they hotels will, often have, they will have Thanksgiving meals ready to go. Other thing I would say is I would say, don't worry about the fact that you're cooking a turkey for you, your husband and the baby, because just crack open a, an old America's test kitchen. Watch how, uh. Watch how Chris Kimball does it. The uh, current milk guy. Uh, milk Street, sorry. Um, yeah, I believe. Who's, whose recipe is that? I feel like it's Bridget who's cooking that turkey. That sounds right. Which is the turkey I cook. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. And this is a great time for you to experiment and not worry about it too much. Yeah, no pressure. And you can start a tradition with your husband. Yeah. You know, a tradition of maybe you guys... Do the, this, you know, tur- you don't have to get a big bird. You can get a nice small bird with, you know. Um, I do the dry brine. A lot of salt under the skin kind of thing. Um, but you guys could, like, decide that, you know, this year, once the baby's asleep, we're going to watch X movie. Whatever the hell that movie is that you guys feel like watching to get. Maybe, like, let's click kick off the Christmas season and watch Love Actually. And that could be your thing, and it could be your tradition that you guys have together as part of your little family unit. Also, you know, think about how much less dishes you're going to have to do. <laughs> that was a great, um, as we say on Forever 35, that was a, you did a great job reframing the narrative. Uh, yes, I did. Thank you. What? Um, actually, the they're fascists. <laughs> what? Uh, I think that is all really great advice. This is a great. This is a great chance for you guys to make your own your own traditions. Um, I mean, you could cry, cranky. You could even start it with like, uh, you know what? Your husband has to make pancakes in the morning. Like, that's how that gets going. That's how your Thanksgiving starts. Your husband makes three of the biggest pancakes he can manage to fit in a pan. You don't have to eat them all, and then uh. Uh, not only that, you could also then, on like a Friday, you could be introduced to the Turco, the turkey taco. There are ways to dress these things. All the leftovers are just ingredients for future meals. Um, the other thing I was going to say is if this is something that's within your means, I know I know people who don't have family nearby who always um, travel on Thanksgiving. Oh, she's not driving six hours to see her no, family. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, maybe they make they they do some an, a little family vacation of their own. I I think they just do my thing. Okay, or they just do your thing. Staycation. I like. I really like your thing. And also, like as your kid gets older, maybe you're into like the idea of like also our tradition, because you know there's three of you in a nice little little size home in Indiana. Maybe that's the you know maybe that night you guys go out and cut down your christmas tree or something Mm, i like it kick it off kick it off um thank you for writing in ashley i usually like to do it the day after thanksgiving or as close as i can get it but this week this year we will be there'll be too many family around we can do it too many too many jews around for the christmas everyone's leaving saturday morning too many. Can't do it on Friday. We can do it on Saturday. So soon. <laughs> All right. This is from Mel. Mel blank. Dear Mandory, 
I wanted to write you a quick note to say thanks for continuing the podcast. You guys are so much fun to listen to, and I enjoy hearing your perspective on parenting. I'm the mom of a three and a half month old science baby, so it's especially fun to hear about Henry's adventures as we get a glimpse into the future for our little guy. I will echo the suggestion to do an episode on baby gear you've loved and hated, and maybe a standalone on Rye also. Hmm. Here's my unsolicited advice. Totally understand if you guys don't try for another baby, but Matt, don't base the decision solely on fear. In my experience, those are the the decisions I end up regretting with all the what-ifs and such. One question. Dory, has your postpartum hair loss stopped yet? Mine is still going in full force, and it's disgusting. My husband has promised to still love me if I go bald. We are two adults and one baby living in a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, approximately 1,300 square feet in Amman, Jordan. Oh, yeah. P.S. I'm also a crossover listener of TNC, so I hope Matt appreciates our family Halloween Makes costume sense. this year. The theme park in Jordan has the Star Trek roller coaster, and the King of Jordan has made a cameo on Voyager. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's a big Trekkie. Wow. Didn't know that. Uh, P.P.S. Am I the only one that is gutted over the fact that Dr. Crusher was not featured in the Picard preview? I, t- I too thought that was odd. WTF, they should be living happily ever after by now. Well, I guess it's back to fanfic for if me. It's in the, if it's, you know, the Q continuum, you know, if, if it's Q, do it. You know, I'm, look, all I'm saying is, let's see what's happening. You're saying it's not a done deal that she's not. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And that's what, no, literally, I know people who work on that show, but I've not heard or asked anything about that. This mm. is just a hopeful fan speaking. I don't, Got it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Mel, my post hair lo- postpartum hair loss has slowed down. I would not say it has stopped. Your highlights are making your hair look fuller. Thank you. You know. I really like my highlights, so I'm glad you like them too. Yeah, I didn't say that. I like thinning hair. Imagine if that was my thing. It's like I'm really into thinning <laughs> stringy hair. Like, and your hair's too full right now. Great. You married the right person. <laughs> oh, and she has a PPPS. We were all, there's a picture of us at work the other day. We were all helping Buddy, our props, our prop master on set. There's a part of the scene coming out. There's an episode called Game Night. It'll probably air like President's Day around then in February. You'll see this if anyone watches the Goldbergs. Where Wendy is supposed to flip over a Stratego board. Ooh, I used to love Stratego. We only had one Stratego board. So we had to glue down the 80 pieces Ew. for the part where she lifts it up out of nowhere. Ew. And then there's a part, there's a picture of all of us putting it, to, like helping Buddy put the 80 pieces back on between takes. <laughs> um, but I, <laughs> Adam Cuthbert, our AD, he took it from so high in the air that I look so bald. Oh. So bald. Oh. It really is a bummer. Oh. Trying to see if I have the... Uh, album in here maybe i don't anyway that was my that's my thought on that mm. anyone else have thoughts about that my baldness <laughs> uh i don't okay okay i would love to not be i would love it to stop i've tried rogaine but the problem with rogaine is you have to remember to take it or to, to apply it i suppose so the answer is oh mm. what else am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do you guys I, I i don't know me either um also she gave in and ordered some bombas and says they're pretty nice she is correct they are real nice uh thank you for supporting the podcast Guys, please support the podcast. All you got to do is swing on over to our, our homepage, excellentadventure.net slash TV.vacation. What? I was going to sneak the business in and then forgot all of it. The business is that you can email us at doryandmatt at gmail.com or mattanddoryandgmail.com. You can call us at 413-461-BABY. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash excellentadventure. And our website is excellentadventure.com. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash excellentadventure. And our Twitter that we don't really use is at no, excellentpod. We don't. 
It's funny. I keep talking all the every writer that comes down to set to shoot their episode because I'm always there. I keep talking them all out of Twitter. I know you mentioned this. I keep doing it. I love it. Um, Like, what do you really need it for? Oh, why are you depressed? Would you just open Twitter? Uh huh. Okay. Anyway, honey, guess what? What? Time for a break. Okay. TFB. Bye. BRB. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And we're back. Hi. That, all right, was, a, that was one email block. I'm going to play voicemail. Okie dokie. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is real neat. Uh, calling in um, today in on the uh, anonymous email uh, from this week's p- uh, pod. I had to pause the pod, of course, um, to leave this message. So she was asking about um, which way to do donor eggs um, with the sperm that was not so great. And because she only has three eggs, I would say, I would agree with you, I would say definitely don't freeze the eggs um, because there's a chance that unfreezing them will cause them to die. And with only three, you might only get one or maybe two um, when you unfreeze them. And then you don't know how they're going to fertilize. So I would definitely say fertilize them fresh and then... Um, you could even do, she could even do a fresh transfer at that point if she wants to time everything right or if she doesn't, she could freeze the embryo. But at that point, um, you could freeze the embryo and that would be fine and then unfreeze it at the time of transfer. If she wants to do any PGS testing on those embryos, she could let them go to day five, um, get her sample from the embryos and then freeze them. And then wait till the testing comes back, of course, and figure out if any of those embryos are normal. Um, so that's what I would do if I was uh, if I were in her situation. All right, thanks. Thanks for the pod. Love it. Bye. Seems like good advice. The best advice. Yeah. Meaning, they agree with us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The best advice. The um, best advice is from Matt and Ori on the Excellent Adventure Show. Bump, bump. All right. Play another voicemail. Two adults who can't afford a house. It's Matt and Dory's Hi, Excellent Dory. Adventure. Emily. <laughs> it's a new jingle. And I am calling with good news. I got an HSG done. And the doctor told me that basically I needed to have my... Both of my fallopian tubes removed because they were inflamed and damaged and said it was probably because I had an STI. So they took my blood test and then the next day I got an SHG and the nurses were much nicer and said, you don't need to get them removed. And they agreed the doctor was abrupt with me. They looked and I had the left fallopian tube was clear and the right one was blocked and they came to the conclusion that the right one was blocked from when my appendix burst and uh, built up scar tissue there. So my question is, Hmm. can you still get pregnant with one open fallopian tube and do you still need to have the surgery to clear the other tube? Because I've been told that if you do get pregnant, the fluid can go into the uterus and harm the embryo. Thank you so much. I love you guys. And this is Emily living in Lyons on two acres with two dogs, a cat, and my partner. Two sweet acres. Yeah, can you imagine? Two, uh, you can probably go outside and yell. And no one will hear you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
I know anecdotally we've heard from yes. people who only have one tube, people who have no tubes. Uh, yes, getting preggers. Um, but I'd love to hear from people. So uh, that that's the tube signal going out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's put the tube signal out. I'll put it out here. We'll make it a... Deluxe reverb tube, <laughs> tube amp. Okay. It's a, you know, all right. 50 watts. Okay. Of fun. Um, Emily, thank you for your voicemail, and I hope we can get you some answers. Yes. So please stay tuned. The tube signal, tube signal. is out. It is. All right. Here is a voicemail that will be of a special interest to eggheads in the great state of New York. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Felicia calling from Albany, New York. Um, I am a state employee, so I have the state health insurance plan called the Empire Plan, and I just got some info in the mail, and they are offering new infertility benefits starting January 1st, 2020, that I thought some of your listeners might be interested in. So if you have the New York State Health Insurance Plan, it looks like they will be covering three cycles of IVF per the insured's lifetime. So three oh, cycles in your lifetime covering hospital, medical, travel, lodging, and meal expenses associated with the qualified procedures. Um, that's it. Hope that helps somebody. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Bye. Hmm. Love that. What is defined as a cycle? I believe it is a retrieval and a transfer. So, But a lot of times these insurance, the way this insurance stuff often works is if, you, say you do a retrieval and you get two embryos. Okay, I'm following you so far. They won't let you do another retrieval until, until you, transfer you transfer both, both. embryos. So it's like do it at once or the second re- transfer wouldn't be covered. Because once you close the loophole of the cycle, yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm assuming, right? I don't know. I don't know how. I'm that trying would work. to think as evilly as possible. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm. <sighs> well, look. Yeah. Can you imagine only being five foot seven and a pilot? Jesus Christ. Um, all right. She was the worst person I've ever heard speaking out loud. This is from Danielle. She Dan- has an ex-husband I couldn't stop hearing about. <laughs> this is from Danielle. Hello. Hopefully Hi. this is already resolved by the time you read this. Yes, okay. No, it's not resolved. What is it? But if not, Matt, get in there and get it checked out. What? Your gallbladder. Oh. I have a friend who's in the hospital right now. He thought he had the flu, went to the ER, and they found out his gallbladder was so infected they had to keep him overnight, pump him with antibiotics, then do surgery. The surgery was more involved than they expected. They had to make larger incisions because his gallbladder was so infected, and he may end up spending two nights in the hospital. The surgeon said it was the worst case he's ever seen. All this happened on the same day I listened to the most recent episode. Oh, dear. Listen to your wife, Matt. All the best. And I absolutely love all the Instagram photos. And videos of Henry, Danielle. Hank is an Instagram king. Bo is also an Instagram king. He is. After you Instagrammed a photo of him, he got a bunch more followers. Did he really? Yeah. At Beauregard Bosch. That's his Instagram. Um, my uh, friend Sherman, who I worked with at the Apple store, he moved to Atlanta long time ago mm-hmm. i want to say while i was still working at apple so 2010 or something okay his wife commented on the thing she's like how the hell did your dog have four thousand <laughs> that was very funny uh i take full credit for that thank you yeah i mean you're really controlling it best you can thank you um all right this is from helen hi helen she says hello matthew oh yeah oh no hmm I'm rather concerned about you. Why? And as a partner to another anxious, honestly, baby, I'm fine. One minute panic attacks, the next lovable bundle of awesome. I, look, I only, you know, look. If that was, I have some unsolicited advice for you. Uh-oh. Please feel free to tell me to stick it up my jumper if you need to. Stick it up your strike zone. Number one, 
Make taking care of your physical and mental health number one on your list of things to do for Dory slash things to do around the house. Then you're not doing it for you and therefore you're not wasting anyone's time. Number two, care.com is one of your sponsors. They probably have handy people that can come around every couple of weeks to get dents out of cars, sort out air conditioning, fix a washing machine. That they do. I know you're saving for a house and every little bit helps, but oh, you never get it's that not a money saving. washing machine day back again. It's never a money saving technique. It's a, I don't like to ask people for help technique. I know you like doing them, but the tone of your voice is getting back to the pre-Henry two jobs on two coast time. And I don't think you need that again. <laughs> that was just sickness. Buy yourself some me time. I do you know what my shrink also said I need to get some me time and um, so Dory's letting me leave Wednesday and Thursday number three <laughs> she hasn't agreed to that yet I'm ignore the German lady and get back on the bike well my bike's broken I did get back on the bike so everybody knows I rode uh, four days that week not completing the week because i wrote on a friday was when i broke it I wrote, you did not ride four days that week i did too monday tuesday took wednesday off thursday friday i rode friday morning was when i broke it i was back i was back in the swing okay what are you saying number three remember i didn't drive on wednesday okay wednesday's the day i don't usually drive because my legs will be dead by friday ignore the german lady get back on the bike unless you do have gallstones in which case get back on the bike when you're better i hope you feel better soon helen p.s do this before the holidays they are a wonderful time but stressful af and now you have a baby as well Mm. helen thank you matt needs some tough love well you know i get it one of our ad's on the show nicole she's great she's the best she had like heat stroke no vertigo something all at one day and she was like go and she was waiting in a trailer and i was talking to jason our deep director of photography and lou our director we were all talking about it and jason said something very wise he's like you know he said to lou if that was liz wouldn't you want to get her want her to go to urgent care and not go away in a trailer and he, and he was like yep and then i was like oh yeah interesting way to think about it so i think about you sometimes but i'm like oh and i'm like wouldn't dory want me to go to urgent care and not just go wait in a trailer i think about that sometimes does it change anything no but 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 what if why don't you think about if dory felt like this when i want her to go to urgent care? i do think that yes i also think that too and then it's like well you should go to urgent care well i finally got you to urgent care when you like couldn't literally couldn't move oh buddy i'm sorry we left you at the chateau for four days hey buddy we're looking at a picture of Bo talking to it right now <laughs> oh bud bobo the bobo. king of the dogs oh bobo oh bo oh henry tiny henry with no hair what a a flattering photo of mom (laughs) wow he really had no hair that was a period when my parents were like very concerned about his lack of hair what do you mean like they kept being like has his hair grown in yet (laughs) and i was like look your parents are he's a baby first and foremost concerned with aesthetics Yes. The end. That has become abundantly clear. Abundantly clear. It was clear from the word go. I I guess I didn't really like process that so much. Can you imagine what your life must have been like growing up as a teenager? Well, that's the thing. Horrible. I've internalized so much that I didn't even realize. And now I can finally see it. And I'm like, no wonder I was so fucked up. Yeah. They really go for a ride. Yes. A mental roller coaster, yes. as it were. Yes. And also, they often remember things not the way they happened. Correct. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait for Thanksgiving, everybody. It's going to be a hoot. All right. Here we go. Hi, this is Selena again. I promise I won't call after this. But you I have call one more detail because I've listened more to the past podcast um i have also done emdr and i highly recommend it for matt it has been so incredibly helpful for me 
What it realistically looks like, at least the way that our, uh, my therapist has done it, is that they typically um, trigger both sides of your brain. Uh, so either you um, put your eyes back and forth following a little signal, or they can, like, tap both knees, or you have, like, a vibrator in each hand that one will vibrate and then the other one will vibrate. And you close your eyes and you focus on the memory that is particularly traumatic. Um, and you recount it to yourself. You You start to think about it. And then the therapist will kind of lead you in uh, various different exercises, like imagining that memory, uh, but as if you're watching a movie or putting your present self in the memory and, you know, protecting yourself or talking to your past self. And it, it basically lets you revisit the memory in a way that you have agency. And the whole process um, ultimately makes the memory less potent and less, uh, it won't affect you in the present day in the way that um, traumatic memories do. Um, and so it's, it's just, it's so therapeutic. It's so helpful in a way that talk therapy doesn't get to. Um, it's lessened so many of my uh, PTSD symptoms. I highly recommend it for anyone uh, with trauma. So even if, Matt, if you don't decide to do it, anyone else out there listening to this podcast, if you have traumatic memories or you're really struggling, I really recommend looking for someone who's certified to do EMDR. All right. That's it. Uh, good luck. Bye. It wasn't exactly a salesman's pitch. <laughs> Then you relive this horrible thing over and over again <laughs> until your brain is broken. Uh, uh, well, you know, worth a shot. Um, all right. We have one last voicemail. Okay. That is important. Imported? Important. All right. Here we go. Hi. This is Ashley. I just wanted to... Oh, sorry. Oh, that was my fault. Hi, this is Ashley. I just wanted to suggest having water for your dog in your emergency kit as well. I mean, you've talked about having water gallons. for mixing formula or for you and Matt. Oh, I guess I'm speaking to Dory. Anyway, um, we have dog food. Bo's getting that water. But don't forget him. If I'm, I go, you never would without water. But so Bo can have some. Just something That's what to consider. That's it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. So you're supposed Important to Important reminder to everyone who owns a dog. So you're supposed to have one gallon per person per day. But what does this mean? Like, I mean, is it a 70 days we can't have water? How long would it be? I think five days. So we need a, we need two more gallons. We need two more five-gallon things. Yeah, I also ordered today um, four 24 packs of blue can water, which is shelf stable for 50 years. What does that mean? How many? How much water is that, though? It's 24 12 ounce cans times four. I don't know what that means. Because uh, I can't tell you how many ounces are in a gallon. Because um, I'm not so bright, you know? So it's 1,152 ounces. 1,152 ounces. Total. So let's see. wait. No, that's not right. That can't be right. One gallon is 128 ounces. So it's 10 cans. Okay. Wait, 60. Yeah, okay. So it's... It's almost 10 gallons of water, of drinking water. 10 gallons of drinking water. So that's two people, not Bo. For five days. Well, we're fucked. We need more. Well, I thought that would be at least a good start. Well, that's a good start. Thank you. Hopefully we can just go, you know figure out how to drill for a well maybe i'll use a divining rod to find some water we should also get a generator i know i think about that a lot and then i don't do anything about it i know because i don't want to go out and buy a generator. i know <sighs> all right thank you for that voicemail ashley um thank you all for listening 
What is already the end of the pod? Matt, thank you for being you. <laughs> she doesn't mean that. Not even a little bit. And a reminder that you can support us on Patreon. Get up to two bonus episodes per month. This month will be a Thanksgiving spectacular. <laughs> In that we will have to just tell you all the things we think about Thanksgiving that yep. we know our family will never hear because they are cheap. Wow. Cheap, 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 cheap. I feel like just to spite us, they're going to subscribe for like a month. No, they won't. And then no, listen. No, they won't. Okay. They won't. Um, because our, it's $5. Our Patreon is slash excellent adventure. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters. If you do support us at the $5 level or above, you will get all those episodes and you'll get your name read on the podcast each month and you get the back catalog of the Patreon episodes if you support us there. So there's a there's a lot of Patreon episodes there. A lot to look forward to. A lot to look forward to. So thanks to. Uh, to the good eggheads. And uh, here we go. It's Paula Pretty and Beam Town. Rachel Downey. Rachel Kuzma. Reagan Parsons. Robert Olson. Sabrina Stern. Sadie Massa. Sandra M. Sarah Prager. Sarah Rystad Long. Sarah Lewis. Sarah Swift. Sarah Yim. Sherry Olson. Uh, Siri K. Gasky. SJV. Stephanie Thompson. Stephen Azar. Tiny Kerchevin. Uh The Holterman Clan. Uh, the Kembles. Tracy Jury. Victoria D. Wolf Fox. Sandy Barry. Alexandra Fay. Amanda Schram. Andrea. Ann Appleton Clayton. Ashley Miller. Ashley Wager. Bradley Johnson. Brian Gusky. Caroline Marie. Chadwin. Christina Claire you Dealey. You skipped Carolyn. That's I wanted you to get Carolyn. Danny Cav. Deanna McLean. Elise Dayton. Eliza. Elliot Anaya. Gita Drury. Uh, Greer Watson. Greta. Holly Purpura. Jackie Spagnuolo. Jane Ennis. Jennifer Simon. Jennifer T. Brennan. Jenny Fick. Joanna Reinwald. Jordan Hamesley. Kaylee Hendrickson. Karen Perelman. Katie Combs Pritchard. Katie Joyner. Katie McKenzie. Carrie L. Kristen Anderson. Laura. Laura Bennett. Lauren Kay. Lauren Schultz. Lynn Nugent. M. Upcher. Madeline Deathlefs. Mara Fass. Maria Bishop. Mary M. Mary Messick. Melanie Bronbeck. Michelle Chudzinski. Nancy Olson. Nicola Hill. Nicola Skidmore. Narantha Balagopal. Olga Zilstra. Rebecca Dowson. Uh, Rob Bine, Bean, Bine, Bean, Bean, Bine. Robin Reeks. <laughs> Samantha. Sarah Lauer. That's it, everybody. You did it. You made it through yet another episode of the greatest infertility podcast to exist under the title Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Bye. Uh, see you next week. Well, actually, I won't see you, but you'll hear me next. Okay. Bye, okay. everyone. Oh.